This is Carissa. And this is Simon, and we're Be the Bookworm. Today we'll be discussing The Last Quintista by Donna Barba Higuera. Habia una vez. There lived a girl named Petra Peña, who wanted nothing more than to be a storyteller, like her abuelita. But Petra's world is ending. Earth has been destroyed by a comet, and only a few hundred scientists and their children, among them, Petra and her family have been chosen to, to journey to a new planet. They are the ones who must carry on the human race. Hundreds of years later, Petra wakes to this new planet and the discovery that she is the only person who remembers Earth. A sinister collective has taken over the ship during its journey, bent on erasing the sins of humanity's past. They have systematically purged the memories of all aboard or purged them altogether. Petra alone now carries the stories of our past, and with them, any hope for our future. Can she make them live again? So, I want to start by first asking, what did you think of this book? I I thought it was a pretty good book. I enjoyed it quite a bit. So, this one is a little more sci-fi. Yes? Definitely. You would consider it that way? Yes. Um, there's, I thought there was just so much in this book. I think I could read it several times and see a new meaning every time. Yeah, I think you definitely can. I think it's totally possible to, uh, always see a new meaning in this one just because of all the detail. So it's definitely a a good thing. It's a rereader for sure. So this one is very was very highly awarded. It won last year's Newbery Award, and it also won the Pura Belpre Award. Um, and so you guys might have heard of this one. Um, if you haven't had a chance to read it, this is one that I'm going to say you should put on your list. It has so many topics for discussion, but I'm getting ahead of myself. A couple of things that I liked about this book. So we live in New Mexico. So I love the setting of the book. Yeah, because we can relate to it so much because we know kind of exactly what she's talking about. Yes. Yes. So it it starts in New Mexico. It travels to Southern Colorado, also a place that we're very familiar with. Um, And then she and her family board a ship. To leave Earth before a comet destroys the Earth. We're not particularly familiar with that. No, thank thank goodness. I'm really glad about that, actually. Because it sounds really frightening. And and that part is... A, it's sad. Because she's leaving her abuelita behind. Who is really one of the people she adores most um, in, in this world. Right? So... so you said earlier, before we started the podcast, that this this book was about family, and there's a lot of themes of family that runs through this particular book. But what else? Well, it's also uh, about stories. It is about stories. Um, the Last Quintista is basically the last storyteller. And so one of the things that... Petra asks for. So whenever they get on board the ship, this is where the sci-fi comes in. So bear with me. 
um, you know, they basically put them kind of to sleep. They're trying to preserve their body because it's going to take hundreds of years. And we all know with Mars, even travel to Mars, they talk about how long it will take. Um, so they were going beyond this. And so they, they put them kind of in a theoretically like asleep state. But she specifically asks for um, stories. And so they can play something like subliminally, basically. And um, she gets stories. And so when she wakes up, she's like the only person. She figures out pretty quickly that she's not supposed to remember anything. Yep. She figures that out very quickly in just a couple of minutes. Yes. And so then she kind of fakes it. She she fakes that everything has been erased as, as she's trying to figure out what's really happening. Because it, it's scary, right? Right. Um, but because she had those stories, she also had a book among her possessions. They weren't allowed to bring much. But she had a book. And there are some other kids her age that are also woken up around the same time and she gets to know them and realizes that they have no memories, but when they get scared or have nightmares, she starts to read them this book, knowing that if she gets caught, it's certain death. Yeah. So I, I, I love every book that talks about the power of stories because I do think stories are powerful. I firmly believe it. It's a conviction I have. And so this one plays directly into that. It's a little more complicated than that, but it is. It's. I don't know. I just I, I, I remember reading it and telling you guys you had to read it because it's just such a beautiful book. Right. Um, her writing is fantastic. The storyline is juicy and. There's lots of things to discuss. For example, you know, they talk about the sins. What did they they in the in the of book jacket? Humanity. Erasing the sins of humanity's past. So this is where things get a little bit complicated. This collective is trying to erase the past so we don't make the same mistakes or that we don't remember those mistakes. But also that could lead to making the same mistakes over again. Right? So, so that's the part that gets where the tension is, right? Because they, they don't want people to remember hunger and they don't want people to remember war. But if they don't remember, then they're not going to remember any sort of solution either. Correct. So it's really, as you can tell from what we're talking about, it's a really great topic to discuss whether that's a good thing or a bad thing because clearly a lot of people thought that it was a good thing to not remember all of the bad things we've done but you know that's throwing the baby out with the bathwater. if you don't remember the bad things you also don't remember the good things right so so it ends on a on a pretty happy note yeah definitely yeah Although, it's not like a confirmed happy note. <laughs> like, 
it's a little bit confusing because there could definitely be a, another book. There could definitely be a series, but I don't think it's going to be. I, I, I agree with you on all counts. So it, it'll be interesting to see. But this is one that um, we highly recommend. Uh, I highly recommend. I don't know about you. I highly recommend. Can, can we talk about the cover for a minute? Yeah. It's... It is not what I would expect, but I can see how it could kind of be related. So it fits the New Mexico vibe. It certainly does that. I don't think I appreciated the cover until I had read the book. Once I read the book, I understood all of the meaning and the information that is contained on the cover. Right. And so, yeah, because now I'm seeing it because I hadn't really looked closely at the cover. I just knew it was different. And so the, the cover definitely drew me in because this was one of those that was sitting face out in the library, I think, when I grabbed it. And but then reading the story and coming back to the cover, you realize the creativity of the artist and just the amazing use of different elements of the book and reflecting them on the cover. So right, I, like there's some cactus from a dream, which is kind of trippy, but whatever. <laughs> so I just I just wanted to point that out that you may initially glance at the cover and be like, "Ooh." And you're correct. I think it's a very New Mexican cover in terms of But once you read the book it makes sense. The yes. cover Definitely makes sense. Yes. So I would say in this book, my favorite character was Petra. And that's because I think she's the main character and the most developed. Well, she's the only like really developed character throughout the book. Like, because she's the only one who like, you know, has her memories. But yeah. So yeah, I think she's my favorite too. Yeah. Um, Other books? Other books for this one is hard. So I don't have any with a sci-fi theme because that's not, I don't read that a huge a amount. A Rover Story. Oh, kind of as a sci-fi uh, theme. A Rover Story. The, uh, yes, definitely a sci-fi theme. It's definitely not a particularly similar book, but it's, it's There's some elements. Comparable. I, I, th I would agree with that. I would agree with that. The other one about stories that I thought about was Jonathan Oxier's, um, Oh, Peter Nimble and His Fantastic Eyes. Oh. That one isn't about stories. It's the subsequent one in that kind of umbrella, which is why I totally Which blamed. one? You thinking Sophie Choir? Yes, Sophie Choir. Sophie Choir and the Last Storyteller. Yes. So uh, it, in the or name. Or something right? like that. Yeah. Um, so Sophie Choir by Jonathan Oxier. We'll, we'll link to it in the show notes. Um, but Yeah. Those are two that I thought of. Anything else do you want to add? Uh, no. Other than you should definitely go check out those two books because they are amazing. <laughs> All right. If that's everything. Yes. Then thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. This is Carissa. And this is Simon. And we're Be the Bookworm. 
Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on your preferred podcast player. And if you want to see more of what we're reading, hop on over to at Be The Bookworm Podcast and follow us on Instagram. We share more information about the books we're reading and read alikes that we think you'll enjoy. And if you have any suggestions or comments or books that you think we ought to read, please send those over to us. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for, for listening from Be The Bookworm. 